creative friends. Welcome back to Do It For The Process. This is your podcast for that intersection between creativity and business and just creating a life that fuels your actual desires, your actual dreams with your creative work as the center, as the focus, as the inspiration behind a lot of things that spill out of us as creatives, as creative entrepreneurs, as artists. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords, and it's an honor to be back with you in this space. I really like podcasting because I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting by the side of my bed and um, it's cozy and I kind of look like a wreck, but nobody can see me, which is really, really nice because next week I'm going to be seen every single day. So I'm kind of enjoying this week where I can just be like a chill human. Um, next week, I'm going to be teaching a, a free mini course. You should definitely join us. It's called Share the Work. Every week, I'll be live on camera looking a bit more put together and teaching you how to share your work and how to sell your work online. Yes, you can do it. You can do it well. You can do it sustainably and successfully without burning out, without becoming someone that you don't really enjoy being, without uh, making your work shift or change. You can let your work be what it wants to be, have that integrity, while also sharing it online and selling that work online consistently. I am proof of that. I'm going to share all the things that I've learned the hard way and along the way and the easy way. There are five really simple steps that once you implement these, I mean, they're truly quite revolutionary and um, will change your entire business, but they're kind of simple steps when you break them down and look at them and be like, oh yeah, okay. Actually, it's not that hard. So next week I will be live teaching Share the Work. So come join us. There's a private Facebook group with a community full of artists that are just so beautiful and delightful and sharing their work inside of that safe space. So definitely join us in there. And I'll also be sharing audio versions of that training here on the podcast. If you're more like a podcast kind of girly and this feels cozy and familiar, then you can just, you can listen and that'll be great too. If you want to join us though, I recommend at least join the Facebook group and just like get in there because it's just, it's a beautiful place. Um, go to my website, emilyjeffordslearn.com and then you'll see an ad for share the work really right up top. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about a few things. <laughs> I've been having really insightful conversations in my DMs on Instagram over the past week. Last week, I got onto Instagram and I was just kind of like sharing a little bit vulnerably and openly as I, I had a friend that challenged me recently. Um, I was explaining to her that I was just feeling a little bit afraid, which is just weird, but it was my energy needed to just be protected a little bit. And it was causing me to just exhibit some fear around being seen on Instagram, which is just a weird thing for me because I actually love that space and I feel very comfortable. My community there is so great and beautiful and warm and like nothing to be afraid of. But I was just feeling some nerves around marketing and being more vocal and like being who I want to be in the world. But during that season of my life, it was just hard for me. Um, she just challenged me to just show up and be me, which I tell people that all the time <laughs> inside of making your artwork, inside of the collective, inside of share the work next week. You'll hear me say that just, you can just show up as you, but I needed to hear it from somebody else. So last week I did that. I showed up, I talked, I, um, 
We talked about what it means to know that you can depend on yourself, which is what we're going to talk about today in great depth. And the responses that I got back made me realize that this is something that we need to have discussions around because we are often told that we are not dependable, that we are not able to show up for ourselves in the right way, that if we do show up for ourselves in the right way, it's not going to be something that's sustainable, that it's kind of a fluke, which we translate to a lot of different things as artists, which are all unhealthy, by the way, and not true. Um, Specifically, we tell ourselves before we even begin that we're going to fail, which is so weird. Why do we do that? I know it goes back to that fear, that exact same fear that told me that I should remain small and hidden. And my friend was like, uh, no, you got this. You're brave. You're beautiful. Just be you. That exact same fear tells us that if I create a sculpture, if I create a new line of mugs, if I create these ceramic palettes, if I create this painting, no one's going to buy it. It's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to be in my studio hidden forever. And that might be true because if you keep it in your studio hidden forever, guess what? It is going to stay there forever. (laughs) I have many, many artist friends that have stacks of paintings in their studios and they're like, it's just not selling. I'm like, well, okay, but like, what have you done? (laughs) Like, how have you tried to sell it? Just, you know, helping a little bit of tough love. And the response is always like, oh yeah, um, I'm waiting for someone to come to my studio and just like dig through my piles. And I'm like, no baby, that's not how things work these days. Um, So let's reimagine that. But we often tell ourselves that we are not dependable before we begin. And this translates to a lot of different things. In my example, I was telling myself that I'm not dependable or that my community isn't dependable before I even began speaking. A lot of artists tell themselves that if they create this beautiful work, they can't depend on the market or they can't depend on themselves or they can't depend on whatever to photograph that work and list that work and then to talk about that work effectively. And we tell ourselves that we're not dependable well before we even begin. Um, Another thing that happens for a lot of artists is we have these really beautiful bursts of inspiration, these really big ideas. I talked about this in previous episodes just recently about my fear of the big magic inside of me leaving me when hello it's my magic it's mine it's my inspiration it's not going to leave me it's inside of me so I think if we can reframe this a little bit and let a bit of fear wash away from our bodies wash away from our brains tell yourself that the source of your power is literally living inside of you The source of your power is within you. It's your inspiration. It's your tenacity. It's your ability to show up in the studio and to create or to envision how beautiful your photographs can be or how good your website can function or how how well you can sharpen all of your pencils to perfection so that you can do this ornate drawing. Whatever this thing you need to tap into is, It is inside of you. Now, you can't control your audience. You can't control the market. You can't control the internet crashing or not crashing. But the things that you can control, you are the source of all of those things. So they are dependable because you are dependable. I find that to be so deeply reassuring 
And when I can strip away the fear and remember that, hey, the source of my success comes from inside of me. So here's the caveat. As long as I'm nourishing me and nourishing that source, as long as I'm filling that source back up through things like play, which we've talked a lot about, things like rest, which we need to talk more about. That's just like a a human race. We need to talk more about rest. (laughs) Um, Things like gathering, actively gathering inspiration, actively soaking in inspiration. Um, I'm leading a retreat in Italy in one month and I'm very excited about it. And our first workshop is about actually letting inspiration come inside your body and stay there. And I know that sounds like what does that even mean? (laughs) It's a little woo woo, but no, it really, really, really shifts everything. Um, as children, we do this really well because we walk around barefoot. We observe things. We get close to things. We taste things. We smell things. We feel things. We're taking in information in these really, really fresh, this fresh eyed way, but somehow throughout your teen years, throughout your early twenties, throughout your adulthood, especially like the longer you've been an adult, the more that pattern of observation gets washed away with the other patterns that we put into our lives, like productivity and not looking weird and our schedules and things that, you know, just, we just kind of become robotic and, um, there's not a lot of inspiration in being a robot. I've tried it. I don't recommend it. (laughs) It's not very fun. Um, so once you're filling and feeding those, those wells that you need to fill and to feed within you, they're endless. Um, but we often don't, we often don't nourish that cycle, that very feminine cycle of, of, um, giving and replenishing and repeating that cycle. I I call it the inhale and the exhale. I've talked about that frequently on this podcast. And I just talked with a friend about this a couple of days ago who was in my house and just feeling like she was exhaling, a little bit too much. And I'm like, that's so normal as people that are depended on and who are dependable. Guess what? People begin to depend on you more. They begin to think that they can just reach for your resources more because they're, they're deep and they're beautiful and you're intensely creative and you can do everything and you have capacity so they can just keep tapping and you can keep saying yes. And eventually you realize that you haven't actually inhaled for a long time. And when that happens, that's called burnout. And you have to really heal from burnout, whether it's a week or a couple of years or whatever. I, I know, um, I told the story of the artist that lives in the house that I currently live in, in a previous episode. I think it was the last episode. Oh, the one before that, I think. Um, she was, in my opinion, she was probably in a season of not replenishing that well and not inhaling. And I think it had, I I would have to ask her to be sure about this, but it seemed to me in hindsight that that process was going on for like years for her, where she just wasn't creating and she hadn't created in years. And then to begin using that muscle again, takes a lot more energy and a lot of bravery and stamina. I, artists that come back to their process after burnout or after time away impress me so much because it's still inside of you. It's still something that you deeply need and want and you know, you're capable of it, but that coming back, 
moment can be challenging. So I always really admire artists that have come back to their work after maybe a season of like active parenting or working a full-time job or illness or whatever it may be. Coming back to your practice can be really daunting. But again, you are dependable because that thing that fuels your practice, it lives inside of you. Everything that needs to get done will get done because there is an endless well of beauty inside of each of us. So when you know that to be true, you can practice that inhale and that exhale on a really sustainable and repeatable uh, process pattern. What's sort of looking for schedule? <laughs> Sounds wrong, but you can feel yourself. You can feel like okay. Uh, for example, this past month, I had a week where I was like very, very chill. I was painting. I was not working a lot. I was being very active in parenting. School hadn't started yet. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to focus on my kids. I'm going to focus on um, resting, really, really resting. Because I know that this week, next week, and then onward into the fall, it's going to be a lot of giving and a lot of work and a lot of things that make me so happy because I know I have capacity. I know I have that that stuff that I need inside of me, that ooey gooey magic inside of me, it's there and it's full because I rested. I rested a lot this summer, which is very, very nice. So when you know that you have capacity, when you know that your well is overflowing, we can give from the excess, give from that saucer. As I said a couple of episodes ago, I love that metaphor of giving only from the saucer, the overflow. <laughs> so good. It's so practical. Um, but when you can do that, you can also know that you are dependable. So I don't know if you need to write that down or make it into a billboard, but I think that we should. Artists are dependable. Artists are dependable because our dependability comes from inside of us. And if you can control it, if you can be the one that nourishes it and fuels it and gives to it, then it's dependable. And the awesome thing about this is that well of excess magic energy uh, resources within you translates into a lot of different things. Of course, it spills out of you and changes your work. Your work becomes better, both your, you know, your business growth and your sales and your all these, you know, very like useful adult capitalist things. But then also your actual creative work becomes better because you have clarity and you have, again, that like deep, actual inspiration, not synthetic inspiration, which is what I call inspiration that is harvested or like gathered from sources that aren't quite as deep. So things like hopping on Pinterest feels like synthetic inspiration to me, maybe not to you, maybe that's your process and that's great, but it feels different when I get inspiration from a source like Pinterest versus a source like running water and the light that I see through the trees and the way that it feels in my toes and the colors that I'm noticing around me, that feels like my inspiration. Like I got that. I did that the hard way, the good way, the honest, like the real way It soaked into my body in some way. Um, going to a museum feels different than hopping on Instagram, right? Like it's that kind of experience where you are, you're in it, your whole body is in it. Dreams. Dreams can be really active sources of inspiration because your subconscious is bringing things to light for you and you can really be physically in it in your, in your brain, which is so weird and very, very, very magical. But your actual creative work becomes beautiful. The way that you see the world becomes more beautiful because your capacity to see beauty mirrors your capacity to hold beauty. And if you're depleted, 
you can't hold a lot of beauty inside of you because you need other things. You need rest. You need to know that you're valued. You need to know that you are safe. You need to know that you are like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You got to check all of those off first, and then you can get to your capacity to create beauty, right? Like that is uh, the mark of a very, I don't want to say a healthy person. Cause I think you can create when you're not quite healthy, most of our history is, is proof of that. <laughs> um, but there is this thing that I do think that once your needs are met, then you can overflow into acts of creativity, right? Like it's hard to feel very creative if you're also feeling very afraid. Those things don't often live in the same space. And I think most of us can relate to that. Um, so just, I think, be aware of that because if you're feeling like you're responding in fear, your cortisol levels are a little bit messed up, your your anxiety levels are a little bit out of alignment. Speaking of someone that has actively worked with anxiety my whole life in varying forms, varying degrees, varying like levels of um, acuteness. When your when your anxiety is is controlling your brain, it's very hard to tap into creativity. Now, one thing that works for me, and this is just my experience, yours is going to be your own, is this is why affirmations matter so much to me, and this is why context setting matters so much to me. So my studio space, and it can be a corner of the dining room table, but I have to enter into that space with affirmations already in my brain before I walk in there, before I enter that space. Um, and this is for times of higher anxiety in particular, but I enter that space, I clear things away, physically clear things away, mentally clear things away. I'm sacred about my need for this time to be mine. I don't have to create anything good during this time. I can make a mess. I can splatter paint around. I can just take photos. I can just do whatever. In fact, on my, a couple of days before my birthday, I, um, I did this where I just carved away a little bit of time and stepped into my creative practice. And I found myself just taking photos for the first, like the first half of, the, of my chunk of time that I had. Um, I just took photos and I'm like, well, this is not my creative process. I'm not a photographer. What am I doing? Um, but I just let myself flow because it felt generous and it felt like it was filling my tank back up. So walk into your creative space with affirmations, walk in with the uh, active intent to refill your maybe partially deplenished resources. Maybe your well needs to get filled up a little bit, especially if you're in a state of fear or anxiety or feeling like you're stretched a little bit thin. I am giving myself this whole week before I teach next week as generously as I possibly can and as openly as I possibly can inside of Share the Work, which by the way, join us. Um, I'm giving myself this whole week to replenish my well. It's not, it's doing okay. It's not even that, like I've had seasons where I could not show up inside of share the work. Like it would not even be a possibility. I'm not there. I'm pretty good. I'm like a solid B plus. I want to be at an A plus though next week. So I'm just, you know, giving myself time and affirmations and blocking my energy and keeping my boundaries really clear and just, you know, caring for myself in the ways that I need to, because I want to show up for the artists that are in that program as well as I possibly can. And then inside of making art work, which opens next Thursday in one week, in one week, it opens. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> okay. I don't want to scream on this microphone because I'm going to hurt your ears, but I really want to scream a little bit. Um, 
yeah, inside of making your work, I want to show up so, so well in that space. And I will, because that's, I can, I can depend on myself, right? I can depend on myself and you can depend on yourself. If you're in making art work, you can depend on yourself to be in that course and to learn effectively and to just do this thing so well and to grow your business so well. I have so much faith in you because you're not magical. I'm not magical, but that thing inside of us is. And how cool is that? Like how, oh, what a gift. I turned 38 last week and I sent an email out to my like my subscribers and it was very open and vulnerable. And I talked about how hard this past year was. I've talked about that in this podcast space a little bit. Um, but inside of that hard stuff, that stuff that I thought was crushing me and, and it did crush me. I also got to watch myself be very broken and very strong at the exact same time. At the exact same time, I got to watch the beauty that was tucked inside of me sustain me. And that's the magic I'm talking about. That stuff, whatever it is, that tenacity, that inspiration, that well of beauty and goodness and intentions that are so honorable. Like as an artist, you're the thing that you pour your energy into is so honorable. It's so good. It's so good you see beauty, you create beauty, you share beauty. Like what is better than that? It's a gift. It's a gift. Don't tell yourself anything different. It is a gift. Thank you for being you. Thank you for sharing your work with the world. Um, but it was just really, really beautiful to reflect on this past year and to see how much things have shifted inside of me and how much stronger and gentler and more empathetic I feel after going through my own personal hell and just, um, you know, that is just so telling. So anyways, your capacity to see beauty mirrors your capacity to hold beauty inside. Um, inside of this email, I'm going to link it down below because you can just I can just share a link with you. So I'll put it in the show notes down below. But I also shared a few fun things like my favorite book of poetry. I'll read a poem to you that has changed my whole life. Um, I shared my favorite audiobook right now, which might surprise you. Um, I shared some resources like my favorite art supplies that I bought this past year and things that I'm using to play and to just try some new things. I share a playlist that is making me so happy. Um, the uh, studio playlist from 2023 is what it's called. So you can find that. I'll put a link for that down below as well. But anyways, I'll put a link to the email and you can see all these things in here. It's a pretty very, it's a beautiful and very full email, but I want to read the poem that I shared inside of this email with you because it taps into that concept of your dependability and the goodness that gooey, perfect magic that just lives inside of you. Um, but it also does so in the concept of connecting with others. So your relation to others is, and to yourself, like that, that synergistic whole circle that's happening between you, yourself, you, yourself, your inspiration, your goodness, all these things like working together. I'm going to read it to you. It's called The Invitation. And it is one of the most beautiful things I've ever read in my life. It's by Araya Mountain Dreamer. And um, 
you'll see what I mean. It's called The Invitation. There's also a book that I linked in this email that I sent, which you can go check out below. Um, the book unfolds the poem in this really beautiful firsthand account kind of way. And I recommend it. It's incredible. Okay, here we go. The Invitation. I'm probably going to cry. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorry, sorrow. If you have been opened by life's betrayals or have become shriveled and closed from fear of future pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it, fade it, or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, or if you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, be realistic, remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself. If you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. If you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty, even when it's not pretty every day, and if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes. It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after the night of grief and despair weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. Just um, go ahead and rewind that and listen to it on repeat because the truth in every single line is so poignant and so clear and it just gets right inside my heart and twists some things around. And I have not been the same since I first encountered this poem. And every time I read it, a new line stands out. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I need to know that right now. I need to know if I can be that person right now. If the people around me can be that kind of person. If, if the connections that I form with myself and with others can have that kind of strength and that kind of integrity. Whew! So good. So good. Again, this is called The Invitation by Araya Mountain Dreamer, and I recommend it deeply, deeply. Okay, I'm going to stop for now. I think we have covered a lot of very um, 
honestly, like this has changed my life. These concepts have changed my life and they will continue changing my life as I step into them more and embody them more and really just like let them be who I am. And as that journey continues and strengthens, I just can't wait to see the effects that this, that these ideas have on me and hopefully on you as well. Um, join us in making artwork doors open next Thursday. Before that, join us in share the work. It's totally free. Um, I still feel like I have tears like in my throat. So if I sound kind of like quivery, they're just like right there. <laughs> um, but share the work. It's totally free. It's starting next Monday, the 21st. And I'll be live every single day at 1 p.m. Eastern time teaching you how to share your work online, how to sell your work online, how to just be the artist that you want to be in the world and to be brave and bold in doing so. Um, if you can't join us live, still sign up because we'll send out the replays and the workbook is so beautiful and thorough and you can listen to the uh, episodes here. The episodes will be available in this space until September 1st. So if you're um, maybe like catching up, they'll be here until then. So totally free, totally open to you. All right. If you want to learn more about making your work or share the work, go to my website, emilyjeffordslearn.com and I'll see you there. Okay. Let's all go breathe and then take your shoes off and go for a walk outside and smell some leaves and, um, just go be a human. Okay. Just go unplug, be a human. Remember that your inspiration comes from within you. Therefore your dependability comes from within you too. You are capable. You are strong. You are brave. Your work is so beautiful. The things that you pour yourself into are so worthy. Keep filling your cup, keep restoring yourself because we all need, we need your beautiful work and we need you to share it boldly and beautifully, which takes energy. So Feel yourself. All right. Bye for now.